Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Bulldogs Pride is the official LGBTI supporter group of the Western Bulldogs Football Club and aims to provide a safe and inclusive environment for all their members and allies. Joining us on the show tonight is Austin Fabry-Jenkins from Bulldogs Pride. Welcome to the show, Austin. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Wonderful. Well, um, first of all, let's talk a bit of footy. How are you enjoying season six of the AFLW so far? Obviously, the Bulldogs have um, had some setbacks with Izzy doing her ACL yet again, which was um, which was really sad. And uh, also, of course, there's been a bit of a COVID outbreak, which all teams are going to have to deal with at some level during the season. Yeah, look, uh, obviously, I've only been able to see one Western Bulldogs game uh, this season so far because we got ourselves into a situation where we didn't have 23 available players that could be selected, which was absolutely wild. Um, Izzy Huntington doing her knee is pretty devastating, but I'm sort of hoping that maybe players like Nell Morris-Dalton, who's fairly young and who I've seen taking some good marks in the first round, that... Maybe she can step up in the forward line. And, of course, we've got Bonnie Toogood back there who is fantastic. And maybe Rocky Cranston having added her in the off-season, that'll inject some kind of experience into the forward line and we can rely on her sort of big body back there. Um, In terms of the rest of the season, I've been watching all the other matches, though, and just got to say the standard has increased yet again. I know we say it every year, but at the moment it's just... Mm. absolutely unbelievable like you're seeing girls snap it from 35 on the boundary and you're just seeing some beautiful ball movement through the center I've been especially impressed with uh Richmond this year and their improvement Mm. Um, also the West Coast Eagles I I know they haven't won a game yet but they've just been so much better and I think their fans have got some things to look forward to in the next few weeks yeah although lost to Gold Coast on the weekend which was a bit of a surprise for everybody that game was chaos. That was beautiful. I, 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 just into the last, I was in a doctor's surgery and I went, oh, I'm just going to tune into the last quarter of this game. I watched eight minutes and I saw five goals and it was just the most unbelievable <laughs> I've seen in months. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's fantastic where you can watch footy uh, these days anywhere on your phone, tablet. It's the, uh, the modern world at the moment. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I must have looked a bit odd in the doctor's office because I just... <laughs> Jaw on the floor. Um, Austin, Austin, tell us a little bit about Bulldogs Pride. Um, how did it form? Why did it? Why did do you exist? And, and tell us a little bit why you joined as well. Uh, yeah, so Bulldog Pride formed, I think, five years ago now. We formed in 2017. Uh, the reason we effectively formed because it was at the time there were a couple of LGBTIQ supporter groups for different clubs that were around. Uh, namely the Purple Bombers uh, for Essendon and the Pink Magpies for Collingwood were probably, and Adelaide have had a long-term one as well. They're kind of the three big ones. And they got together and tried to push and organise for other clubs to be able to have these supporter groups because in terms of our advocacy with the AFL, 
there's a lot of strength in numbers. So if every club can have a supporter group, then, you know, we can all advocate together and we can get better outcomes. So we were supported initially by some mates in the Purple Bombers and the Pink Magpies who effectively just went through their friend list on Facebook to find people who they knew were LGBTIQ and who liked the Western Bulldogs Football Club Facebook page. And they were able to find three people and we kind of all met together in a pub to say, you know, all right, we can make a supporter group. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, and for me particularly, I'd kind of, I loved footy my whole life. I'm quite obsessed with it. I'm a self-described footy nuffy. Uh, but I kind of... <laughs> I drifted away from it after I'd come out because it didn't feel like those two communities kind of fit together. And then when the AFLW marquee matches were happening, it felt like maybe that was something I could get back into. And then this opportunity came up of, well, let's actually have, you know, groups of LGBTIQ people going to the footy together and maybe make some new friends and do some advocacy. And we were pretty much immediately embraced by the club. We had a lot of people come to our first event and it's kind of just kicked on from there for the next five years. Mm, well, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, it's all about kind of inclusivity. And I've made some, I've made some really great friends out of this whole experience. And I think even myself as an LGBTIQ person, the experience of running this group has really changed like my perspective of the community. Like before I was part of this group, I probably didn't have any asexual friends. Um, I didn't know people who identified with kind of more niche sexualities for lack of a better term and now I know people who identify as omni and polysexual and um, I know what the colours of the gender fluid flag are and I've become I think like a lot more accepting even among kind of the diversity of the community and I just enjoy learning about new things and learning about you know people who I maybe haven't encountered before. A little bit more about that and the Bulldogs Pride. For somebody to get involved in your group, what would you? What can they expect to get out of the group? What does it look like to be a member of Bulldogs Pride? Yeah, so we run a lot of social events, uh, which we've got the Pride Round coming up this week, obviously. So we'll be at Midsummer Carnival and then we'll be uh, at the actual AFLW Pride match with our school. Um, when it comes to where we sit at the games, we usually sit with the cheer squad, uh, both at men's and women's matches, but especially at the women's matches. So we've got a really great relationship with the Western Bulldogs cheer squad, which means we can kind of, you know, wave a big rainbow flag behind the goals, which is always really exciting. Uh, we also do a lot of pre-match meetups, like picnics in the park uh, or pub nights. We try to keep it as diverse as possible. So it's family friendly. Some of the events are family friendly. Some of the events are a bit more boozy, so you know, <laughs> hopefully we can kind of cater to all sorts of people and what they're trying to get out of it. Uh, and we also do a lot of advocacy, both with our club and with the AFL, in trying to create more inclusive practices. So our committee at the moment, we work on a flat structure. So if you want to do some volunteering, if you want to come to meetings with the club, uh, if you want to help set up stalls or do anything like that or if you've got any brand new ideas we just kind of welcome everyone to participate if that's what they want to do as well or you can just be a member and turn up to the boozy events and make some things. <laughs> um, yeah no I I'm one of the coordinators of Hawks Pride as well Austin so I will see you at midsummer 
And uh, one of the things I love about our groups is that we often, well, we've missed a lot of this opportunity, but, you know, getting together before games and hanging out with the other supporter groups from the opposition teams as well. Um, so I also, I had a sticky beak at your Instagram and I noticed the Bulldogs Pride group is the Guard of Honour at the Pride game as well. Yes. How, how, how special is that to your, to your group? Uh, the the guard of honor is actually just the the best kind of experience. We we were quite we were disappointed, I think, in general, not at any particular person uh, last year that we couldn't do it because of COVID. Um, we've done it every year at the Pride match, and it's always just a really kind of nice time to go out there and just look super queer and just be who you are on the oval and watch the watch the teams running out. We kind of have. The thing that we do at Bulldog Pride is we try to make our Guard of Honour look as diverse as possible and like as outlandish as possible usually. So I think one year we had heaps of drag queens. We had, you know, we were able to get people with disabilities onto the field and we had every single different Pride flag waving because we just want people to know when you're watching the AFLW Pride match, like it's not just a space for lesbians or bisexual women or gay men. It's for all types of people, even if you're considered really, really different. If you're just really not the typical of what society expects, you've still got a welcome space at the footy and it's about all of us together. Mm, that's, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. The, um, the Pride Guernseys are a big part of the Pride round too and something we all enjoy uh, you know, well, buying and, and seeing all the teams sporting all the rainbow colours. Last year, the Bulldogs put out a Guernsey that had, you know, I think, I think all, all of the flags that represented our community. So everything from pansexual, non-binary, lesbian, gay, all those different flags. What's the design mean this year? And do you know much about the design? We actually haven't seen it yet. It is being kept under lock and key. <laughs> yeah, um, I think. So I, I saw before that uh, the Bulldogs have actually posted a teaser article about the history of the different pride jumpers. So I think they've kind of cottoned on to the fact that it can be a really big event and a really exciting event to announce what it's going to look like. So they're getting a bit more secretive about it every year. Ah. So we've got just as much idea as everyone else and are very excited to see what they've come up with. Well, we'll stay tuned for that. Uh, so we'll see what happens this week. I, I hope it's like the uh, the Brownlow Medal where the armor guard come in with the suitcase uh, <laughs> with the jumper in there. Maybe it might be something like that. It's a bit like that. Like we we met with our club liaison person the other day, and we went, "Oh, and what's it going to look like?" And she was very coy and was like, "I have absolutely no idea." And we uh, sort of a little bit jokingly, gently accused her of lying, and that she totally knew. And she went, "Oh no, actually, it's just." I'm not allowed to know. It's completely secret. It's just with the design team. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, now, for our listeners who may have a few spare hours this weekend and might just want to jump in and uh, be a part of Bulldogs Pride, is there an opportunity for just anybody to turn up on the day and, and potentially sit with Bulldogs Pride? Uh, yeah, so you'll have to get a ticket to the Pride match, which is just the regular booking. So through Ticketek, uh, I think it's $10 for adults and free or five dollars for children i don't know i don't have children um, <laughs> but te definitely ten dollars for adults so so long as you've got a ticket to the game uh we'll then be sitting in the cheer squad section which is on the steps behind the goals 
at the West Footscray station end of the ground. Um, in the past, we've actually sat on the hill on the other side, but we're really excited to have this spot this year because it means for people with disabilities and accessibility needs, you can actually sit down in the cheer squad. So we're really excited to have the new spot. Wonderful. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much, Austin, for uh, joining us tonight. And uh, we wish uh, Bulldogs Pride all the best for the game this weekend and also for the rest of the season. Now, I do have to tell you that we'll probably say the same thing to Carlton Pride <laughs> as well. Oh, look, that seems reasonable. And also, at this point, it's an achievement if we feel the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, but I'm, at this point, I'm like, hey, we've got we've got some terrific players in the in the West Brunswick uh, Magpies first. Maybe we could just dip into that because <laughs> just keep going like, deeper and deeper. <laughs> at this point, like mixed netball rules apply. Like, just call your friends. <laughs> if you can hold the ball, we might need you. It's a bit like where the Melbourne Stars were at the BBL a couple of weeks ago. Well, we could do a code brown for the football, just like they've yeah, done with the right. hospital system. Yes. Uh, call everyone back from leave. Thanks yes. so much, Austin. Thank you very much for joining us on Joy 94.9's AFW Pride Round Special. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.